shit, we're back, boys. It's been, <laughs> it's been a minute. I uh, you got your host, Ken, here. I'm joined by my co-host, Brownie. It's been a while, dude. I've been out of town. We've been doing a ton of different shit. Um, <clears throat> but it's finally good to like sit down, talk hockey. Get this is our first people. podcast of 2023. The new year, dude. And you want to know what? We we have gifts for each other. Uh, yep. and we, and we vowed to not open them until we hung out again and did it on the podcast. So, um, so we haven't podcasted since prior to Christmas. Yeah. It's been a minute. It's you were, while. you were in St. Louis for work. I was up in Maine for work. We just traveling all over busy slam <laughs> holidays, get togethers. It's been, it's been a lot. Um, yeah. but we're back. We're back. And you should have played back in black. Open, open your fucking presents. You want me to go first? I want you to go first. And if, right. if you're not watching this, it might be a little bit different. Like if you're listening to the podcast. It's not going to take long to open. Right? <laughs> no, I ain't going to take long. This is from the label says from Kamloops, British Columbia. That's so weird. Why would it be from there? <laughs> oh, oh, is this is this fragile? It could be a little bit. There's a uh, foam inside. There should be foam inside. It's what it's, yeah. It's, yeah. All right, hold on. This is great. This is rip. Is that a bobblehead? <laughs> oh my God. Look you, at this guy. What do you got, bud? Yeah, I'm going to hold up to the camera. It's the Jerome McGinley bobblehead from the Kamloops Blazers. That is <laughs> fucking sick. Dude, I wanted to get you a fucking Jerome McGinley bobblehead for the longest time, and they don't have any for when he played on the Bruins, which makes sense because he wasn't really there that long. Yeah. But I went on and I searched Jerome McGinley bobblehead, and they have the ones with the flames, and then I saw that one, and I was that like, That is sick, dude. That's kind of fucking cool, dude. That's Thank vintage. you so you're, much. Look at if that. If you have that, you're in a Ginla fan. So, and that, that, and that happens to be the first Hanukkah present I've ever given out in my entire life. Happy Hanukkah, Brandon. Thanks, man. All right. Well, now I feel like mine's not going to live up to that, but go ahead. Well, no, dude. Yes, it will. I fucking love gifts. I'm opening it up right now, guys. Open it up. Ooh, it says Jim, Jimmy, Ken Collins, Captain Promotion. Did you give me, you got me fucking sick business cards. <laughs> fucking right, dude. <clears throat> this is sick. These are dope. Yeah, they came out really good, huh? They look Can't really be. good, man. This is going to be great to hand out to people. That's right. Fucking right, Brownie. Thank you. This is You're huge. I've, I've wanted these for a fucking while, and these are like really nice. I love the fucking background. It has like our little fucking logo yeah, on Kent it. Kenton extended it out, made it a little bigger. We had some back and forth, and it was one of my buddies <clears throat> suggested the giant C in the right corner there on the back. Yeah. <clears throat> Brownie, this is fucking sweet, dude. I really oh, good. that. Thank you. How do you like it, buddy? And that's that's how we open that. You know what? That's a good opener for this podcast. Uh, well, wait. While we're opening, we also have a presenting sponsor. It's, this it's evening. presenting sponsor. So if you guys are watching on YouTube, <coughs> Puck Cups. www.puckcups.com. You can look on. Now, wait, where's the camera? If, right now, there. if you're asking yourself what a puck cup is, and you can't put two and two together, maybe you probably shouldn't buy one. But it's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's a puck cup. It's a cup. It has a little puck on the bottom. I was thinking about this, and I don't know if it says this anywhere. Like, I think it's supposed to be cool because it's hockey, and, like, I totally get that. This puck is essentially a fucking coaster, dude. You don't have to do well, shit. Well, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of it. It's a puck that's a coaster, so you don't have to worry about marking up the tables. And so we all play beer league, and what happens after beer league is you stand around and you solve the world's problems. Yes. Well, these three guys 
instead of solving the world's problems, they came up with this because they were at a fire and they went in the barn to warm up and they had a puck and they put the beer on the puck and they go, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> so these things, you can, the puck comes off to wash the, mine was in the freezer. <laughs> Which uh, is cool, by the way, because I saw that when I when I was first checking it out, the puck pops right off. Yeah, you twist it off. Um, you can put them in the freezer, you can put them in the dishwasher. Um, they're just sick. And you can get your own logo on there as well with orders. Like, okay. like we could order morning skate ones with our logo on it, you know? Yeah, man. So you what, that. what the guys are doing over at Puck Cups is they're doing a giveaway. Hell yeah, dude. If you follow Puck Cups, well, you need to follow Puck Cups on Instagram and on Twitter. <laughs> That's at Puck Cups. P-U-C-K-C-U-P-S. Real quick. Keep the change. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram and tag the morning skate. So that way we can track it. And this month, they're going to draw a winner for a set of free puck cups. Hell yeah, dude. So everybody likes free shit, right? Free shit. Plus, it's like cool shit, dude. Like, this is the, this is the premier cup. Okay, so it's weird. If I'm outside during the summer, I like drinking beers out of like a, maybe a red solo cup or just right out of the can. Yep. When it's winter, I feel weird when I'm inside drinking out of a beer can. Is that weird? Okay. No. Like, uh, so I always put it in a glass. This is going to be my glass. There you go. Perfect. So this doesn't have to be for beer. It can be for juice or soft drinks or a glass of milk. It doesn't matter. For any hockey fan in your life, let's expand our let's expand our <laughs> demographic. For anyone who likes hockey in your life, this is a applicable gift. But the tagline is drink beer like a hockey player. So I mean, we know the target, you know. I love that. Yeah. So guys, check them out. That is uh at Puck Cups on Twitter and Instagram. And you and can go tag to- us to be entered. And you can go to www.puckcups.com. Perfect. Good plug. I think we kind of nailed that. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, it's been a while, but we do have some mea culpas. And there's a couple of them that I actually really like in here. So, take it. Hi, this is Mia Culpa. And I'm here to introduce the Morning Skates Mea Culpas with Ked and Brownie. So, these are going to be hard to remember because it was so long ago, our last, po- last podcast. But. Uh, Roy from the office, who's played by Dave Demon, was a tight end in the replacements, not a uh, not a wide receiver. Yes. But then <laughs> I, I think I don't know who said it, but then I was like, oh, ha- are there any other deaf athletes? Remember we talked about that. So yep. Derek Coleman, NFL fullback, won a Super Bowl. Matt Hamill was a That's wrestler. Insane. Huh? That's insane. What? Being a fucking fullback, not being able to hear. Like, I feel like oh, you yeah. got to be pretty quick to fucking brace yourself when people are coming and blocking for the quarterback and shit like that. Like, well, he's probably, he was probably watching the ball the whole time, so it'd be tough to pick up assignments. Yeah, but if, yeah, but if you're blocking somebody, dude, I feel like, yeah, you're obviously looking, but you're hearing footsteps. Like, that's yeah. something that – that's insane. Yeah. Uh, Matt Hamill is a wrestler, an MMA fighter, and a two-time uh, medalist. That sounds like one dude I would not want to fuck with. No, and I bet you he's super unassuming too. And people are probably like, "Oh, I'll try you." And I bet, I bet, fucking people picked on him, and he just fucking folded them like a lot. Yeah, here's a pro tip for you: if you're drinking in a bar or at a some type of college event, and you see any kid with cauliflower ears, don't fuck with them. Yeah, that's not the. That's yeah. Pick a different yeah. bowl. <laughs> uh, yeah, Terrence Parkin, a South African swimmer, he's a multiple Olympic medalist. I mean, that's insane because that's reaction time, dude. I feel like in the whole shot when you hop in that fucking pool is like yeah. he's looking the at gun. The when it goes like I bet you he has someone at the other end of the pool as soon yeah. as the gun goes. They you yeah. know um David Smith, USA volleyball, multiple Olympic medalist again. 
Okay. Uh, and Jim Kite, Canadian NHL player for 13 seasons. The only time I've ever heard of Jim Kite is Bissonette had a quote yep. where he's like, poor Vodka down, throw at six to a 10, good night, Jim Kite, or something. Yeah, like that. that one when he was Claude Giroux's date at something. So we talked about bowling, mm-hmm. right? And you don't know what candle pins are, which is the skilled bowling that happens up here in the Northeast. So candle pins weigh two pounds, seven ounces, whereas a regular bowling ball goes from six to 16 pounds. So, like, my six-year-old daughter could roll a regular-sized ball down the lane and probably get a strike at some point with a huge one of those huge bowling balls. Yeah. Candle pins. There's a lot of spin. You get three shots, and the pins are the same size. So I've never heard of that. Yeah, they call it duck duck pin bowling, too, but it's hey, candle pin up here. Before you move on to the next one, you said you were just bragging that you're from the Northeast or some bullshit. Um, how, do you, how do you say, like – What's a K through five school? How do you say that? Elementary. Okay. So it's elementary. And no, no it's listen elementary. To me, listen to me. So this has been on my mind a lot. Like you tease me a lot about how I say elementary and documentary. So I went to Instagram and I was like, how do you say oh, that? Because that's really where you confirm everything. <coughs> Reddit, Reddit was busy. You couldn't get confirmation listen, there. Listen, listen. All right. So I said, how do you pronounce elementary? And I said, elementary or elementary. I think elementary one, but that makes sense because it's my area. What I found out is where I'm from. That is normal. Yeah, there's there's regional uh, dialect for Which sure. Which is crazy like, though. Like, well, think of think of people down south say you all mm-hmm. versus up here you say you guys. Or here's the weird one in Pittsburgh they say yins. How do you say dock? Like a dock that you tie your boat to? No, like the movie, like a dock. Like how do you say it? Oh, documentary. See, I think documentary is different than elementary because you have that N. Actually, we were just doing this when I was up in Maine. We were at one point, the kid who works for me was asking, like, uh, it's like a pronunciation thing, and it says it can nail where you're from based on how you answer questions. <coughs> uh, Mary. All right. So here are three words. Okay. One is when you stand at an altar and you say "I do" with someone. I do. No. What? 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 What is the event that takes place? You're getting married. Right. So that's what's the verb of that though? Marry. And then when you're happy, you can be M E R R Y. I'm Mary. I don't. Uh, yeah. And then there's a girl's name M A R Y. So you have to try to recognize. Oh. No, it asked how you say them, but I say all three of them the same way. Mary, Mary, Mary. Yeah, I think I would too. Yeah, so it was just interesting. Different parts of the country have different dialects. Um, <laughs> oh, I double dipped the Bergeron stats last podcast. I said him in the regular stuff and then under the Bruin stuff, but I mean, he deserves it. Is anybody else here surprised? <laughs> Which, by yeah. the way, I don't know free ads or whatever, but I'm assuming you listen to Montgomery on the Chicklets. Yeah, yeah. Thought he was a really cool dude. Yeah, spent, yeah spent I, a lot of so he's he's like really good friends with one of my best friends' dads. When he was coaching at RPI, that's how he knew him there. Um, I thought it was a fucking great interview. Like they yeah. completely glossed over what he went through, which I understand that you you don't want distractions. You probably don't want right. to talk about it. Like I get that, but it, I thought he was very well spoken, and just he seemed like a cool dude. So I know someone who played with him, and I've I'm reaching out to him. We're trying to set up something. Mm-hmm. Um, the Q score, remember I was talking about the Q score, the Q yeah. rating, 
It's a measurement of the familiarity or popularity of a brand, celebrity, company, or entertainment product. So you have a Q score if you're a famous person. Okay. Uh, what the heck? Oh, you never played the three stars music in the last podcast. That was yeah, pointed out to me. Lay off the weed. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was asked to me by some of my friends, have you ever seen the Jetsons? Because no. I, yeah, okay. I referenced the Jetsons a few times and you're just like, yeah, yeah. And you didn't, the, you should watch the Jetsons because it's pretty good cartoon. So, <laughs> all right. There I'll you go. All right. Uh, let's just do it, dude. NHL News. <laughs> I will say one thing, though, before we get to NHL news. These puck cups, pretty good, because we've only done mea culpas, and I'm pouring my second beer. So I love that, dude. The puck oh. cups work. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to start with San Jose, friend of the pod, Will Kircher. He came on our podcast a long time ago. Worked for Death Wish Coffee. Um, he, I play Call of Duty with this kid all the time. We go to war. Kid's insane. But huge San Jose Sharks fan. He grew up in Nevada. So every, whenever I see a shark story, I always kind of bring it up to him. So I'm glad we're starting with this. So Tomas Hurdle was suspended two games for a high stick against Calgary's Elias Lindholm. Hurdle originally received the minor, but the Department of Player Safety announced he'd get two games. It was the first suspension of his 10-year career. Before we kind of get into everything, Brownie did a killer job keeping this doc together, but a lot of things were outdated because it took so long. But I don't right. want to gloss over the fact that you worked your bag off. And I, oh, I appreciate it, buddy. Um. But I kept this story in here because Tomas Hurdle's been in the NHL for fucking 10 years. Yeah, not crazy. That's nuts, dude. And he's got a game named after him, like Wordle Hurdle. He's got that game. Yeah, and he single-handedly ended Marty Baron's career. He scored four goals on him, went between the legs, and Marty Baron like retired right after. Wow. I haven't <clears> thought about Marty Baron in years. I hate that guy. Whenever he's on TV, it fucking pisses me off. <laughs> Uh, they also have made 2018 first round pick Ryan Merkley available. Merkley recently requested a trade. Sharks are trying to accommodate him per Frank Cervelli. Uh, Merkley 22, he's played 39 NHL games, 1, 5, and 6, dash 10. He's playing for a shady team, 15, 23 time on ice. Still has waiver availability. I, I, for one, am shocked that the kids aren't performing well for David Quinn. I can't believe something like that would ever happen. Um, yeah, when the Bruins played there, they kept showing him on the bench while it was going south, just standing there. Not talking. If you watch like Gallant or Montgomery or Cassidy or DeBoer, and they're always like talking to the guys, giving yeah. them a hat in the back, you know, that he, I he's thought, got that thousand yard <laughs> stare like I am in way over my head. Yeah. So I'm gonna, we brought up Chicklets earlier. I'm going to bring it up again. I thought it was interesting that Montgomery, when he took his first job, it was between the Stars and the Rangers. And that's when the Rangers brought in David Quinn. And I often, oh. now I'm wondering, like, what would have happened if we brought this fucking guy in? Remind me when we get later in the dock, when we have like the old time hockey. I have a, I had a friend send me a story to piss you off. That was the exact quote. <laughs> Love that. Um, yeah. I kept this in here because we like celebrating players. Mark Edward Vlasic played his 1,200th game against Chicago. Pickles has played his entire career with San Jose and added a goal in the 5-2 win over the Blackhawks. So. In the 1,200th game, he yeah. got a goal. Yep. I mean, that he – Talk about I mean, an unassuming like, – That's what I'm saying. He made, he made the Canadian Olympic team. Like, he was a legitimate fucking defenseman. Nobody yep. ever talks about this guy. Well, and, I think part of it is the market he plays in. I guess, like when I think about, I don't think he has a lot of offense. Has he ever had a lot of offense? Like I, when no, I hear his name, I think you, he's a hell of a defenseman. If you think of San Jose, how many guys do you go through before you get to Vlasic? Yeah, 
You know what I mean? He just he does his job. Like he's the kind of defenseman that you only say his name if he screws up. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Defensive defenseman. This is why back there it should be a Norris and a Bobby Orr trophy. <laughs> you know, they're changing hockey left and right. They might as well fucking add that award. Exactly. Um Jonathan Huberto played his 700th NHL game. Uh, it was the same game that Jake Markstrom played his 400th. I can't believe it's a weird games. Weird little thing, right? Yeah, dude. Okay, I forget what it was, but did you see that video I sent you from on TikTok? Yeah, I, I didn't understand it. It was Tim Tebow, <clears throat> and yeah. it was uh, it was one of those moments in sports. He oh, won a three sixteen thing. <laughs> He won a playoff game, and it was three years to the day or something like that. Like the score, I've, there were just so many things that added up to three sixteen, which was fucking insane. So I just wanted to share that with you because we always talk about weird shit that happens in sports. Yeah, like, that's right. That was nuts. Oh, that was a good one. Um, Winter Classic. So DeBrusque had a hell of a game, but then he ended up breaking his fibula. I guess no timetable yep. for return. But let's just kind of talk about the Winter Classic, dude. What do you think? I didn't watch it, and I talked <laughs> to a lot of people, and they didn't even know it was going to be on a fucking TV. So yeah, it's funny. Is I was talking to a buddy of mine, and we were both like, you know what, the Winter Classic. Like, I feel like I should go. It's here in Boston, but then I'm like, do I want to be with all these fucking idiots that are like, hey, look at me. Like, I'm here at the game. I don't give a fuck about the game. Yeah. You know, so and I had an inside track for tickets. I had a friend who was connected. So I was like, I didn't I didn't, I didn't want to do it. What I did want, what I did put a, a little bit of effort was to get my uh, happy ass out there on the ice. But that did not come through. Yeah. I tried that, which I thought would be much better. That would be so fucking cool to be able to, like, play a beer league game on that. Well, I think they're, I, the last time the Winter Classic was here, I believe, because I looked into it, I think it was like 5000 an hour they wanted. Yeah. So here's we have the Winter Classic later on, but I can hit on it now because I remember it. So the Winter Classic, yeah. uh, they had some cool stuff because they do they they it is the tent pole event, right? So they had a bunch of fan stuff that fans could go and meet players, get autographs, all that bullshit, like take your slap shot. You know, uh, the weather was not bad. It was actually milder than they thought. The unis on both teams were sick. Yeah, I mean they were just sick. Um. It was a good game. Bruins won. Uh, DeBrusque played great. Um, they had Bell Biv DeVoe. I don't even know. You probably don't even know who they are, do you? Um, Bell Biv DeVoe sang the national anthem. They were part of New Edition, like with Bobby Brown way back in the day. Boston band. That girl is poison. Never trust a big button a smile. That's an old song. Who did, anyway, Bobby, who did Bobby Brown date? Whitney Houston. Yeah, he was fucked up, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Introduce her to crack. Um, they so they were there. They had the Black Keys play the first intermission. Uh, but what was really cool is they had the Boston Pops on the field, and they were like instead of the organ, they were the house band. Okay. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um. Oh, a funny thing I heard. I don't. I don't remember where exactly I heard it. Maybe it was on Chicklets. But anyways, I guess Marshawn is super superstitious. Wouldn't change out his gloves. So he spray painted his old beaters gold instead of wearing the new ones, which I thought was pretty funny. And Olmark and Swayman both had like throwback to previous goalies with their setups. Olmark uh, had the the bear helmet like Andy Moog used to wear and the pads with the stars like uh, Byron Defoe. So it was kind of cool. It was cool stuff. I mean, listen. I'm not going to go. The sight lines, I mean, those games are, you know, it's for look at me as opposed to look at hockey. 
I think I would like to go to one. Like if the Rangers had one at like Yankee Stadium or something like that, I'd think yeah, that'd be kind of cool, I guess, just to go to see it. But I, yeah, I went last time the Winter Classic was here. I went to the college one, um, so <laughs> I, I've seen it. So I was, I was good. But like I said, if I got, if if I if I gotten out in the, if I had a chance to get on the ice or had a chance to wander around the stadium like before the event, then I definitely would have gone. I kind of wish that they would start picking like neutral sites. Like, wouldn't it be kind of cool if they played a game? I mean, they did last year with Colorado, but if they played a game in, like, Placid or something well, the like Bruins that. Bruins did. They played uh, Chicago at Notre Dame that time. Like, I just – I don't know. I think it would be kind of cool. Well, know. next year's Winter Classic is uh, the Vegas Golden Knights at Seattle. Speaking of women's, did you see that 14-year-old Slovakian or Czech chick do the fucking Michigan in the World no. Juniors? No. And she has, awesome. like, the most points, uh, like uh, – I forget what the stats are, but she's only 14. She's like lighting it up. Like the only person that has scored more points than her under 16 or something like that is Connor Bedard, but like she's catching him. She just still has another fucking year to play. Oh, good for her. Crazy. Um, all right. Yeah. And I have, I have questions for you about the Bruins later. So, all right. Dallas, they resigned Joe Pavelski one year, 3.5 with an additional two mil easy attainable performance, performance bonuses, one mil for 10 games played and another mil for 20 games played. This but is that's a good how you deal. circumvent the cap. That's the way to do it. Right. If you get Pavelski for 3.5, I think that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. This, the next part, I added the second paragraph. With Cam Atkinson? No, below that. Uh, I might've deleted whatever you had there. Go ahead. Well, I'm moving on to Cam Atkinson, so I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, go ahead. It's after Cam Atkinson. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Had neck surgery. We'll miss the entire season. 33-year-old hasn't played it at all for Philly this year, but he had 23-27 for 50 last year. He signed through 2025 AAV 5.875. Just sucks. Um, He's a good player. I like Atkinson. I like the way he plays the game, too. He's like the American, like, Gallagher. But, like, probably Oh, no. Don't diss. Don't. Don't no, just kind of like small and no, like small, speedy, and fucking takes the body. Like he's a good yeah, player. But he's, he's not, good he's not much player. a scumbag as Gallagher. No, he's not a scumbag at all. But like they play hard. Yeah, there you go. Um, Torts. Yeah, this part is why. After saying he doesn't give a shit about the All Star game, he doesn't want to watch anything of the weekend. He is now taking away iPads from the Flyers bench, so players can just worry about the next shift. This guy is just fucking sticking to his guns, man. And it is I feel funny. like he's. He's at he's at well he he's at the point of no return at this point. He can't back off anything. He's just got to hammer down the rest of the way for as long as his tenure is. Mm-hmm. I will say this though, with uh, the whole Kevin Hayes thing being named to the All Star, he did have a statement, why uh, interview where he was saying that it was it really meant a lot to him because of uh, Jimmy. Yeah, his brother always said like this is going to be the year you make it or whatever. Yeah, so that's a nice little thing. So, um. <laughs> I didn't. I'm keeping this one on really quick. The Leafs sent Dennis Malgin to the Abs for Dryden Hunt. I didn't know Dryden Hunt went to the Leafs. Yeah, real under the radar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I didn't understand this, but now I'm just going to read it. So the Leafs and Sheldon Keith both got fined by the NHL. The team got hit with $100,000 for violating the CBA. The flight the team took Monday, 1226 to St. Louis, was in violation of the no travel Christmas period laid out in the CBA. In the St. Louis game, which the Leafs won in overtime, Sheldon Keefe was dinged for $25,000 for demeaning conduct directed at the officials. So you, there's a shutdown, and they they fuck, they screwed them. I mean, it's just idiot, idiot management, right? They didn't pay attention to the rules, and they flew like two hours earlier than they should have, or something like that, and they got dinged for it. So fuck them. You get it's a lot you of money. That's a lot. Not to them, it's not. Um, and then K- 
O'Keefe was just chirping the officials a little too much and got hit for 25. All right, fair enough. Um, World Junior, <coughs> I didn't really get to watch any of it. Um, oh, I saw a lot of the World Juniors this year. First time in a long time. All right, then go off. Just just talk. Don't even go off the notes. What, what do you what, – well, Connor Bedard is insane. So, well, the guy who stood out to me oh, – what the fuck is his name? Bentelli wow. or whatever? No, the kid from Canada. Uh, um, Gunther? Is it Jesse? Jesse Wah? I don't know. Oh, Wah, yeah. He, of course, I looked him up. Of course, he's a Canadian's draft pick. I was like, oh, fucking great. Uh, just a just a gamer. But yeah, Canada got embarrassed the first game. Like, hey, we're not going to Michigan our way to the title was what Dylan Gunther said, you know, because they were just being idiots. And who, you know, they were just, they, I mean, it was, you listen, you, with what's going on with Hockey Canada, the World Juniors, they should have been on their best behavior, played the game the right way all year. T's crossed and I's dotted, right? Make sure nothing goes wrong. So they got they got embarrassed, and then they were playing Chechia, and um, who was the guy? David Yurisik, I think. Uh, they lost his bag prior to the like his gear on his way to the uh, tournament, uh, and of course his agent is Alan Walsh because he's in the NHL, and Alice Alan Walsh lit everybody the fuck up, and of course. <laughs> His gear showed up and the people were like, just go buy sticks. Like he had like a, I think he has like a size 13 skate. So like, where the hell is he going to get it? You know what I mean? But his stuff. And of course he scored like an overtime. I think that first game. Alan so, Walsh was one of the first people that blocked us on Twitter a long time ago. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Bedard uh, achieved uh, like, he's got 15 goals. Most by Canadian uh, most points by Canadian player at the world juniors. And uh, the most points at a single world juniors by a Canadian player. Um, the final four was USA, Canada, and Sweden, Chechia. Canada beat USA six to two. Uh, I believe that the US had two goals called back that they scored. But yeah. it, I mean, everybody's bitching and moaning. Well, you still let in six, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but that could have changed. That could have changed the fucking. Memory. No, but hey, the rules are the rules. It's international. Like we were talking about in the group chat with the other writers, the other bloggers, and it was you got to know the rules, right? Yeah, it's, you know, I'm not surprised that the USA is getting dicked around the hockey community, and you know, so. <laughs> Uh, so then Canada beat Chechia in OT with Dylan Gunther, who was the one who said, Hey, we got to play right way, getting the golden goal. Um, Connor Bedard, uh, in his first game back into the Western Hockey League, he had four, two, four, six, and he and with 13 <laughs> shots on net in his first game. Think the kid built up any more confidence? Um, actually, that translates out to a 91, 121, 212 over 82 games. Pretty good. And I heard an interview with Dylan Gunther, and he was saying that they all think Bedard's ready to go into the NHL right now. Yeah, that's insane. And this was the biggest thing to me, Bedard. When they interviewed him right on the ice after the after the thing, they were like, how has it been? What is it great? You know, how do you feel? He goes, I don't want to talk about myself right now. We're not going to talk about me. We just won the biggest tournament in the world. And, man, I love this team, and I love this country. From every report, from every team, that the fans in Moncton and Halifax were unbelievable sellouts cheering for every team even the even it's canadian crowd right so mm -hmm. even like in the in the uh sweden chechia game they were cheering for whoever was losing just trying to pick the boys up they had the kids like all the players were signing autographs after the game just a great scene yeah it, that would have been a cool thing to experience 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. Actually, we should I should have reached out to like Jenks or or Kenton to ask about it, what it means. It's a huge deal in Canada. Like the whole country shuts down. So, yeah, there you go, World Juniors. World Juniors, man. Um, <clears throat> quick with Carolina. Um, there was like a video. Matt Pacioretty brought this kid an ice cream cone. This kid dropped the cone on the ground, and then he it was sweet. Up, a nice yeah, thing. Yeah, and then he's he's back ever since the uh, Achilles injury. Um, and he hasn't been playing bad. He's got a couple goals in his first however many games. Uh, time on ice is slowly obviously going to work its way up. It's right. Time on. Um, even even more Carolina, why we need awards for offensive defense and defensemen over the last three seasons. Dude, dude this is insane. Wait till you read this. 151 takeaways. It's first in the NHL. 75 takeaways. Wait, what? Last what? three seasons, he has 151 takeaways, first in the NHL. He has and first in the take. He, so this is Jacob Slavin. He has oh this year, years, years. Yeah. he has 151. Yep, and then this year he has 75, and he's only taking yep. nine penalties, third least in the NHL. He averages over 22 minutes of ice, plays hard defense. Uh, to have just 18 pims in roughly 4,000 time uh, minutes is insane. I brought this up. I'm going to talk about him a little bit. Braden Schneider of the Rangers. I think he only has seven penalty minutes all year, so he's got enough fight. And he's had one penalty. It's fucking pretty crazy. He, his one, he got one. It's one. So he got five and two. He got five, and then I, I don't even know what his two was for. The five was against uh, your boy there in Boston, Freddie. When, when no, he lit up Freddie. He fought whoever came in to defend him. Uh, the little guy that I, he had a fucking sick preseason. He pretended that he was a Bruins family. He lived in Montreal. Oh, AJ Greer. Yeah, AJ Greer can't get in the lineup right now. Um, the Rangers, Igor Sesterkin hosted Ilya Sorokin and Alexander Romanov over Christmas, said Romanov, uh, it's not easy to be a foreigner in a new country. It's really good to have close friends here. It's a nice story. I think Shesterkin and Sorokin are like literally best friends. And yeah, like, they, yeah. they like, they push each other to the point, you know, where they need to yeah. try to be better than one another. Um, kind of a cool story. Cause that's right, dude. Especially with yeah. like the way that, I don't know. I thought that was pretty freaking cool. Um, let's see here. Tage Thompson. I mean, 27 goals, 24 assists for 51 points in 35 games played. So I got the update. I looked at the update. It's actually right now 31-26 for 57 in 40. It's pretty good. Yeah, I think that's good. Pretty good player. Um, the Canadians have won more Stanley Cups in the city of Boston than the Bruins have. Not crazy. That's yeah, pretty nuts. Um, they honored PK Subban the other night and it was Subban showed up and like this fucking sick little setup and Carrie price comes in with a fucking black cowboy hat on a three piece suit. They do the three fucking thing that they used to do when they were on the ice. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Like I'm not a huge Habs guy, but like it was Carrie price is a fucking legend. Dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a legend. And then it all goes yep. back to one of the all-star game when he forgot, forgot like the thing for a suit coat and his wife gave him uh, her panties. Like, dude, yeah. yep. oh, fuck, man. Live the dream, bud. Uh, speaking of live the dream, Jeff Carter, 1200th NHL game. Uh, playing third line for the Pens right now. This is crazy. Sidney Crosby has been appointed an officer of the Order of Canada. It was announced yeah. uh, by the Governor General of Canada. He was named for being one of the greatest hockey players of all time and for supporting community service initiatives for youth. The Order of Canada is one of the country's highest honors. It's like the Presidential Medal of Freedom, but for Canada. Insane, dude. It's fucking nuts. Uh, Edmonton, they Wait, signed. So, hey, did you hear uh, Dylan Gunther said that? Uh, well, yeah, that they so met and Crosby asked for one of his sticks. Crosby asked for one of his sticks. Can you imagine that? And I'm sure Crosby did it just to be like yeah. a good guy, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. 
Uh, Edmonton signed Stuart Skinner to a three-year, $7.8 million extension with an AV of 2.6. Skinner has taken over as a starter in Oiltown since free agent. Jack Campbell struggled. The Edmonton Natives posted a 9-11 save percentage of 2.9 goals against and a 10-9 record. That's that's probably old though, but that's been you know needs to be bring back Mike Smith. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Jets placed Blake Wheeler and Nate Schmidt on the IR. Wheeler's out. He got dude. He fucking bursted a nut and that played the rest of the game. Insane, played the rest of the game. Dude. Like, how do you take the C away from that guy? A regular season game. Fucking but they're playing well, so I mean, um, fucking crazy. Cole Perfetti, Nikolai Ehlers are back. Um, Sam Gagne played his 1,000th game last week. He played for Edmonton, Arizona, Philly, Columbus, Vancouver, Detroit, and Winnipeg over his 15-year career. He played for a shit ton of teams that have done absolute dick. Like, he's never been on a good team. That's crazy. Winnipeg's probably the best. Um, Wade Redden will be the first player inducted to the center's ring of honor. Well, this already Um, happened, actually. Yeah. Fuck Wade Redden, dude. Although, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to talk about him. Uh, NHL wants Ryan Reynolds to be a part of the Ottawa ownership. He's making his rounds with the NHL. Like, he kissed Henrik Lundqvist on the cheek the other day. Like, yeah, well, team, so. uh, Ken, he was with that other guy, too, the Viking guy. I don't know who that was. Alex Scar or something? Scarsgard, uh, I think is how you say his name. Cam Talbot has a new Deadpool mask that he hopes will help sway Reynolds to come aboard with the rumors and stuff that he might be a part of the new ownership. I thought it would be pretty fitting. The colors actually fit pretty well, too. I think Cam Talbot wants to get paid. What about you, dude? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Ovi, second all time, uh, trailing uh, Gretzky right now. I remember years ago when Butcher Ross said this was going to happen, we roasted him. And <laughs> who said it? Butcher Ross. He was the first oh, to bring this up. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like he's going to do it. Um, Devontae Smith Pelly has announced his retirement from the game at age 30. Actually, I glossed over that way too much. Alex Ovechkin being the second all time scorer is insane. Like, I don't know, man. It's just kind of blessed. Like the second all-time scorer, I got to watch a shit ton of his games. I got to be, I got to see him play over break. I went and saw um, over break like I'm in college. Uh, <laughs> I saw the Rangers play the Caps. Rangers got smoked for nothing. It sucked. My my buddy Sisty, but uh, just to be able to be there when he like, it's fucking cool. I I can say that I watched Alex Ovechkin play hockey. I can say I watched Sidney Crosby play hockey. Like it's a pretty good era of really elite players. So yeah, for sure, Patrice. <laughs> Um, all right, great all-time hockey quote. From the book, The Code, The Unwritten Rules of Fighting and Retaliation in the NHL from official Paul Stewart. There's nothing you remember, you remember Paul Stewart? I don't think he wore a helmet, right? No. Yeah, he was he was the best ref going at the time. <clears throat> There's nothing worse than seeing a guy talk shit and not back it up. Paper tigers, they would run around like assholes talking smack to other guys, thinking they could just hide behind the officials. Well, I knew better, so when I saw guys doing that, I told my linesman to go stand out on the blue line and let that guy get his ass kicked to teach him a lesson. That was fun. It really was. The expression on their faces when we wanted to step in was priceless. <laughs> that was great when I saw that story. I was yeah. like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, hold on. Let me find that the thing my buddy sent me to piss you off. Hold on. <sighs> it's not in the document, so this is like a bonus in my phone here. <laughs> he sent me. Uh, oh, here it is. So, Gordy Howe. His first training camp was with the Detroit Red Wings in 1944 when he traveled to Windsor, Ontario. But it wasn't his first NHL training camp. That happened the year before in Winnipeg. Howe was invited there by the New York Rangers and scout Russ McCrory, who wanted to sign the Phenom to a contract. Ironically, 
he played the camp as a he played in camp as a defenseman because when the Rangers asked him what position he played, he said all of them. Loneliness in Winnipeg during the camp weighed on how what how cocky is that for him to be like I play anything? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loneliness in Winnipeg during the camp weighed on how, as did New York's preferred destination with the fifth for the fifteen year old because he's only fifteen at the time. Mm-hmm. For the next season, they wanted him to go to Notre Dame, the famed high school in Wilcox, Saskatchewan, that produced players such as Vincent LeCavier, Sean Couturier, Curtis Joseph, and Wendell Clark. In that, sounds Maurice, like, that sounds like the Shattuck St. Mary's of Canada. Yep. Uh, but Notre Dame was a Catholic school, and Howe didn't think he'd fit in there. Plus, Wilcox was far from home, so he turned the Rangers down. And then the next year, Detroit. Gordie Howe could have been a Ranger. That's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. It didn't piss you off as much as I'd hoped. But no, I'll it doesn't piss me off because like history is history. I think if I think he would have been on a whole nother level if he went to New York instead of Detroit, though. Like. Oh, he was Mr. Hockey. I think he did okay. Yeah, but can you imagine being Mr. Hockey in fucking New York City, dude? Might have been Mr. Broadway Hockey or something. Dude, it's fucking sweet. Um, Great Gretzky story. <clears throat> in 1982, the great one told People Magazine, I played best on four hot dogs with mustard and onions. This is hilarious. I'm going to pause really quick. Whenever the Rangers used to play, like, first game of the year or playoff game, whatever it is, me and my old man, we would always watch games together, and we'd have all these superstitions. And one of the things that we had to do is like for dinner that night, he would say, I buy you fly. And I would go down to Stewart's and I'd make us deli dogs. And what I would do is I would open the bun, go with the spicy mustard on the bottom, right? Onions, hot dog, and regular mustard on top. We called them the sheriff dogs. And that was like our thing. Like that was, and Gretzky did it too. So it's good to see. Uh, he wasn't joking. In 2018, he told reporter Graham Ben Bensinger, Depending yep. on the city we were in, in Chicago, there'd be pizza in the building. In Quebec, there'd be hot dogs. Yeah, in those days, we didn't have power bars, energy drinks. For me, I drank Diet Coke. That was the same sort of stimulation as an energy drink. Now we know Phil Castle's secret, but the great one, just pounding hot dog is sick. So do you- That's like the coolest thing I've ever heard about. Like, when you think of Wayne Gretzky, like, do you think he's a cool guy? Probably. I don't get, like, I, he was always really quiet, I thought. I tell you, I met his dad once. Uh, you might have. Yeah. I think I've told that story, but there was, <laughs> so there was a years ago they were doing a thing about Bobby Orr, and this is when Derek Sanderson did color for the Bruins. He was mm-hmm. the color analyst, and he like, oh, what was Bobby Orr's game day, you know, stuff? He's like, well, if the game was at seven o'clock, or we get to the Garden at like one in the afternoon. He'd go for a skate. He'd stretch. He'd work out a little bit. Tape his sticks. He'd get a steak dinner. You know, he'd have that. He'd stretch out on the trainer's table and take a nap, and then he'd be ready to go. Is that not the best day ever? Right, right. So that's like <laughs> Bobby York, right? And then and then Fred Cusick, who was the play-by-play guy, goes, oh, Derek, what was your game day routine? He's like, he literally goes, I'd be lucky to catch a sausage in time to make it in for the anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's great. Um, A great old hockey story. This, is, Brandon- this might be my favorite story of all time. All right. When Brendan Shanahan was a young player, 14, he was a huge fan of Toronto. Uh, he was skating out of the rink in the summer of 83 in Toronto and heard that Rick Vave was skating well, on. I the think it's Vive. 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 Well, was skating on a different sheet of the rink. Shanahan wandered into the other room and asked the Toronto captain for an autograph. Shanahan described the interaction as less than accommodating. 
Fast forward four years, Shanahan's drafted and went straight to the NHL was playing for the Devils, but never got the interaction with him. During game versus Buffalo, Shanahan lined up next to him for faceoff, and when the puck was dropped, Shanahan attacked him. After the scrap, two linesmen had to drag Galena to the penalty box. Uh, he was dumbfounded by the mouse that Shanahan brought to the confrontation and had no idea what started until teammate Jim Corn informed him that Shanahan was still disgruntled from getting pigeon tossed four years earlier. That's crazy. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Makes me like Shanahan even more. Shanahan's my kind of guy, dude. I, yeah. This might this might uh, blow your mind. I'm a bit of a grudge guy. Yeah, and yeah. like that, I love that's it. right in my wheelhouse. I would remember that too. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Um, Alexander Edler played his 1,000th game on New Year's Eve, 4-2 loss to Philly. He became the sixth Swedish-born defenseman to play 1,000 games in the NHL and the 12th active defenseman to reach that mark. Pretty Another good career of a really, really good dude who was just, like, super low-key. Yep. Stay on uh, defenseman, yeah. And then uh, Phoenix uh, Copley? Yep. He had Andy Canes on his new match to represent his hometown of North Pole, Alaska. Uh, when the Bruins played the Kings, it was the first time in NHL history that two Alaskan-born goaltenders faced each other. Swayman's from Anchorage. I also saw they won the other day, and he went right to the corner and started, like, pounding the glass. And you look up, and it was Will Farrell doing it back to him. So it looks like this kid's liking L.A. a little bit. <laughs> we talked about him a while back, remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, dude. Dump and change. Let's go. That was a lot here. I didn't edit this at all. Uh, all right, well, so well, sad one. If, it, if it's too much, if it's something that's not skip, skip it. it. All right. Yeah. So the three, the three first ones are tough. Uh, R.I.P. to Franco Harris, the Pittsburgh Steelers running back, famously known for the play, the immaculate reception uh, against the then Oakland Raiders, uh, passed away uh, days before the 50th anniversary of the play. The Steelers had plans to retire his number that like a few days after. It's just tough. Rest yeah. in peace, man. Uh, TV icon Barbara Walters uh, passed away before New Year's at 93. Talk about living a good life. She was a trailblazer for women in media, becoming the first woman to anchor a news program on a major network. This is the crazy part. Barbara Walters and Frank and Martin Luther King Jr. were all born in the same year. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? thought that yeah. one was great. You know uh, who actually, paid? Martin Luther King, he paid for Julie Roberts acting school. Or am I making that up? Yes. Her yeah, family. we talked about that. I, I yeah. told my mom that this uh, today, and she's like, how the fuck do you know that? I'm like, Brownie knows weird shit. <laughs> 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 we were watching Jeopardy. You ever watch Jeopardy? Yeah, sometimes. I fucking, dude, I have it like, so at my mom's house, like she can record different things on the TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just make sure Jeopardy's always recorded. So like when I go to her house to like work during the day or like we're just hanging out, I always toss Jeopardy on. I don't think I would have won one of the games today, but I would have, I wanted to finish last. And that's how bad these guys were. They were <laughs> fucking awful. And I'm not good, dude. Like, I really only know sports and like a little bit of classic rock. That's about it. <laughs> um, and the last one, uh, Pele, the soccer player, the widely recognized as the best, great, the greatest soccer player of all time. Uh, he passed away. He was, he was named Athlete of the Century in 1999. I made the Time Magazine uh, list as one of the 100 greatest people of the 20th century. That's crazy. Yeah, three-time World Cup winner for Brazil. He played in many international tournaments and was credited with the popularity of soccer in the U.S. when he signed with the New York Cosmos in 1977. His his uh, numbers, 1,279 goals in 1,363 games played. I mean, that's acknowledged as a Guinness World Record as the most 
points per game in soccer because it's not easy to score in soccer for some dude, reason. I feel like there's people that play like high levels of soccer and even in practice haven't scored that many goals. Like that's yeah. an insane amount. Of yeah, goals. it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, so there was this one was kind of weird. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs superfan, the Chiefaholic, who dresses as a wolf. He's allegedly been funding, allegedly has funding because he goes to all the away games. He's been funding his travel fees and tickets by robbing banks in the away cities where the team's playing. Like, whatever it takes for the home team, I guess, right? Dude, you must be an absolute adrenaline junkie to be robbing banks. Well, he apparently removed his ankle bracelet to go on these trips for football and felonies, you know? I mean, depending on how he robs these banks, like, as long as nobody gets hurt, if I was on the Chiefs, I'd probably get him my jersey. Get his jersey? No, get like give him my jersey. Oh, oh, it's one of the players. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, dude. Uh, you know who Hacksaw Jim Duggan is, wrestling? Yeah, dude, fucking Hacksaw. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's from Glens Falls, New York. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Jim Hacksaw Duggan. Dude. He came to my fraternity in college hammered. He was a riot. Um, he uh he held a home intruder a home intruder at gunpoint <laughs> until police arrived in South Carolina uh, about a month ago. But it turns out he may have saved the intruder's life. The 20-year-old man climbed over the fence of Duggan's South Carolina home and entered through the unlocked front door. Uh, Duggan wrestled him to the ground and held him uh, with a 44 caliber pistol, pistol while waiting for the police. While this was happening, a number of voices outside could be heard. Turns out the intruder was running from a gang and trying to hide when he broke into Duggan's. When they asked him for comment, he goes, I'm glad I didn't shoot him. With a did, What was his thing? He goes, whoo. No, that's Ric Flair. Oh, that's right. He went, ho. That's but... Right. Could you imagine, like, running from people, scared for your life, and you're like, I need to get in a house, and the one house you pick is Jim Hacksaw. <laughs> Dude, like, I think he's got, think he's got two by fours people. laying around all over the place. That is crazy. Crazy. So this one's for my daughter. New research by Australian scientists have confirmed the existence of an actual unicorn. The giant, shaggy, ice-age rhinoceros, a.k.a. the Siber Siberian unicorn, weighed up to three and a half tons with a single enormous horn and roamed the regions of what's now Russia, Mongolia, and northern China. Yeah. That's wild. Are you a Wendy's guy? I know I know I'm getting shit from Jenks on the group. Have you chat. eaten it yet? Huh? Have you had Taco Bell yet? No. I haven't found one. They're everywhere. <laughs> what? I didn't think I was gonna get away with that. <laughs> I was up in Maine, dude. There's no Taco Bells up in Maine. Um so Wendy's announced that they are selling a frosty key tag for fans to purchase for $2. The keychain, which is available until uh, January 29th, offers customers uh, one free junior frosty every day for the entire year with an additional purchase. If you go to Wendy's, this is a no-brainer, I would think. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Tom, have you seen what Tom Cruise has been up to over the holiday? Tom Cruise. Yes, Tom Cruise. I saw the the thing he did to get Top Gun going, where he jumped out of the plane, which was he thanked crazy. everybody for supporting Top Gun and jumped out of a plane. Yeah, I saw that. Did you see the other thing with the motorcycle? No. no. So this is for Mission Impossible. He so there's a stunt in the movie where he drives a motorcycle off a ramp into a fucking valley, and he lets the motorcycle go. And he has a, a parachute on. He goes uh, base base jumping, basically. So apparently, he did this jump, uh, I think, six times in a day. And he's done the base jump over 500 times to get it down. Meanwhile, 
they're just crushing motorcycles, right? I, I mean, who's gonna say motorcycles, yeah. dude? Like, by all accounts, from what I've heard, Tom Cruise is a very weird dude. Yeah. But like, he's a fucking badass man. Like, you cannot dude, question yeah. the fact that he. Um, you cannot question the fact that he uh, he will do anything it takes to entertain us. One hundred percent. And this last one. There's the Diomede Islands. This would have been, this is because this is our New Year's, right? Mm-hmm. The Diomede Islands are just three miles apart, but the bigger island is almost a full day ahead of its smaller neighbor, smaller neighbor because they sit on opposite sides of the international dateline. Both islands are in the Bering Strait between mainland Alaska and Siberia. Big Diomede is located in Russia, and Little Diomede is in the U.S. The ice bridge that forms between the two islands in the winter makes it possible, although illegal, to walk the short distance between them and actually travel through time. It's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. And actually, I just want to give a quick shout out to my buddy, Sam Hartz. He works with the Navy and every year he goes to Antarctica. He's the only person I know that's ever been to Antarctica. Uh, buddy of mine, the, you know, the guy who owns the, who has the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. yeah. He's been to Antarctica. Yeah. So I gave him one of those, uh, those pucks, the green biscuit, the morning skate green biscuit. Yeah. He goes to Antarctica and shows up for a game and his game is before mine. And I go out there and he's like, Hey dude, I got something for you. And he gave me, there's a bar there called Gallagher's and he bought a Gallagher's bar hat. And it says Antarctica on it. I'm like, that's kind of fucking That's cool. awesome. So shout out to him. Um, all right. That was Mayak Hopas. No, dump a change. Wow. That was Mayak Hopa. <laughs> In live uh, time. So we're going to talk Rangers real quick. Do you remember when they sucked and like I was borderline on the watch like it was yep. really bad jacob truba gets in two fights throws his helmet since then the rangers are 13 2 and 2 with a plus 19 goal differential they snap you never two, know what's gonna rally the boys they snapped two streaks of 15 points or more against teams that had like some streaks going and they increased their uh, goals a game by 0. 0.6 um i have a lot to talk about so the games we played the wild and the the stars we won both games both teams could be playoff teams, I would I would say, right? The Wild and the Stars, yeah. Um, so it's oh, good. And hey, by the way, for anyone that's wondering, we tabled the All Star stuff until next podcast because we had enough to catch up on already. Fair enough. <clears throat> um, the last two in those two games, uh, against the Wild, they played with ten forwards because Gauthier got hurt, and then Chris Kreider did a shoulder thing, and then last game Gauthier got hurt again. So the last two games they played with ten forwards and eleven forwards against playoff teams, and they're pulling out these wins. And my like that's huge. So many different things can go wrong when you don't have a full set of lines. Like think about like just the communication on the bench. It could be too many men on the ice. You're running different. Well, matchups. the familiarity. You know who's mm-hmm. going to be where. Everybody's got their own sweet spot they like to shoot from. Yep, I get and you. And they and they persevered. Uh, Keandre Miller is taking a, a step right now. He's kind of started off slow this season, but he's on a tear right now. He is. They got to lock him up. Like he's that fucking good. He him and Adam Fox on our blue line for a significant future is insane. And what's kind of cool is when the Rangers need offense towards late, like late in the game, they take Lindgren off that pair and they put Keandre Miller up, and it's like, watch the fuck out. They so, put Fox and and Miller together. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give a shout out to my boy Braden Schneider. Solid, solid defenseman, dude. Like he, I, right-handed shot, good-looking dude. He's what everything that everybody thought Brady Shea was going to be, except for more. Uh, he's a hell of a defenseman. Can skate. He battles. They call him Mini Truba. He only has seven penalty minutes this year. I think I brought that up earlier. He's just – he's insane. He's a really, really good player. Julian Goche got hurt in back-to-back games, but he continues to kind of really solidify himself on the fourth line, which 
I think is good. He fucking wheels. They didn't play well against the Stars the last game when they won. Um, the ending was sick with Miller scoring and then Fox with another sick back in in overtime. But uh, Goche, I, I mean, he's he's been fucking lights out. He was our best player up until he got hurt last game. So, um, Sammy Blay. Rangers fans hate him right now. He doesn't have a goal this season. I like sticking up for him because last year I thought he looked good until he got hurt. He had some hands. He had talent. He's definitely lost a step. He keeps making bonehead moves. He just looks so slow. I don't know what to do because I was so in on him, and now I'm like kind of joining that crowd where it's like, why is this guy playing? Um, Adam Fox, question for you. Where does he rank in NHL defensemen? Overall? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's definitely top 15, you know, top 10, probably. I know. I said the top 15 just to get you. <laughs> you said the top 10 wasn't just to get me? <laughs> Are well, you serious? No, I mean, there's a lot of good, like right now, Rasmus Dahlin, Charlie no, Mack. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're, you're fucking with me, right? <laughs> he's he's top five defenseman. What? Yeah. There are, there are, he is he is top three defenseman, no doubt about it. I would take Kale McCarr over him. And I see, I don't know if I would. The only Come defenseman, on. the, no, I swear to God, the only defenseman I would take over him, and it, like he's older, so let's think like seven game series or whatever, is Victor mm-hmm. Hedman. He'd be the only defenseman I'd take away from him. Adam Adam Fox defends better than Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr is definitely a fucking electric player. He can the score only, whatever. He my wants. only knock about Adam Fox. Is the physicality side? Yeah, but that's that's what makes him so great because he no, doesn't. I understand. I understand, but he's still turtle with Marchand. That's true, but he's a top three defenseman in the NHL, and then number four would be Yossi. And then I was trying to find who I think would be five, and I came up with some names. McAvoy was on that list. Slavin was on that list. Um, but I think the top four are pretty there. Okay, what was the point of this? Just I to, was just wondering. I just want to know where you rank oh, Adam Fox. I think Adam not, no, I just think he's top three. I can't believe that you don't think he's top three. That blows my mind. I gave him top ten. <laughs> hey, did you know that uh, Mitch Mil- uh, Mitch Marner is playing defense too? So no, maybe he's top twelve. You're, you're an uh, Phil Heedle's been playing great. He's kind of taking another step as long as he stays healthy, dude. And they put him on a line with Jimmy VC. And for some reason, like Phil Heedle is kind of, he's all over the place. He just skates really fast. So it's, it's hard to like, if you're playing with him, you have to play at a pace. And he, I think he's really made VC a more effective player. Cause now VC's they re-up VC. Yep. Two years. Good for him. He said that's where he always wanted to be. And good for us too, because he hasn't been bad. If you can keep on the fourth it's line. Two years for 750. Yeah, Absolutely. There's a lot of chatter about Lafreniere getting traded. He got scratched. He just yeah. Had what would, why? Like, why would you ever give up on a he hasn't, he hasn't like that? He hasn't. He hasn't really done anything. Um, Who, but who's the chatter coming from? Uh, Vancouver. I see. I saw Vancouver quite often. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's not going to happen. But it's hard because on the left side, yeah, Kreider and Panarin, right? And then it's like, well, fuck. But Kreider just got hurt, so Lafreniere's up on the first line with Mika Zibanejad and Kapokako. Uh, the <clears throat> Gallant doesn't won't try him on his off wing. He does, but they make a big deal about it. Um, speaking of Capo, he played his 200th game, 18 points. He has five off his career high, which isn't a lot. But the one thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Wait, Capo's five points off his career high with half the season left. Yeah, but his career that's very high, good. His career high is 23 points. Doesn't matter. 
you gotta you gotta walk before you can run, man. Okay, as long as you see improvement, that's what you want. This is what pissed me off, though. Keandre Miller scores with less than a second left to tie it up. Then mm-hmm. Adam Fox has a sick goal in overtime. Like it was like a like oh, dude, I the garden the yeah. garden was fucking going crazy. After the game, doesn't Capo Caco fucking share an Instagram post for the Rangers that talks about him playing in his 200th game? Like, I understand you played in your 200th game, but why don't you be more about the boys at that point? Read the room, buddy. Right? He's, would you, he, if oh, you oh, saw oh. that, if that was your player, would you have had the same thought? I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, but I would also take into account that he's a young guy and English is a second language. So maybe that's part of it. Dude, I. That like it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. It's like, dude, like, what are you doing? You just had one of the biggest wins all year, and you're just gonna share one post about you playing 200 games in the NHL. It's an accomplishment, but fuck, dude. Like, I don't know. Uh, MSG go. So my TV doesn't have those apps, so I watch all the games on my laptop. And before wait, the first, wait, what do you mean your TV doesn't have those apps? It doesn't. The MSG go app. It doesn't have that. Do you have like a fire stick or a Roku or something? It's like choppy as fuck. Okay. So I watch an MSG go between before the first period, they have three trivia questions. And then they have like this game where like think tic-tac-toe with like players faces. And you have to remember where each player goes or whatever. Right. Yep. So they do that before the first and after the second, and you get a certain amount of points. And if you get a certain amount of points, you end up winning a a t-shirt, but it also goes throughout the course of the year or whatever. So yep. I'm working my bag off for a Rangers luggage tag right now. Kind nice. of a cool little thing. Uh, Harper's been solid. He's been playing with Schneider. He's that big defenseman. I know they're probably going to want to add a sixth defenseman, but I think he's played pretty well. Rex wants me to shout out uh, Gustav Rydal. Everybody seems to be getting hurt. They call it, They called him up because people were sick, and he didn't play, and then he sent him back down. And then the Rangers signed this decision kid out of Vegas, which is another center, so I don't know where he's going to stack into there. And then just one really last thing for the Rangers to really make a run, you're going to need to get a backup goalie, in my opinion, and you're going to have to get a top six winner that can score. Has Halak Halak been not playing? Playing well? I'm sorry. He hasn't played well all year. Like when he's in net, you just really hope that we outshoot the other team. I'm telling you, right? But he can steal games. Or he used to be able to. He might be be done. He's done. So that's, you, that's you need a, what? a winger with what? What is uh a top six winger and a backup boy? All right. That's what I would do. Any any Rangers questions for me? No, I got to I saw I saw one game when I was up in Maine. I don't remember where I I dude, forget it. Forget that whole statement. Fair we on. went straight from coffee to alcohol every day, like working outside with a fire. It was brutal. <clears throat> so yeah. Bruins. Uh, well, the Bruins cleared Craig. They they waived Craig Smith, cleared waivers, and now he's skating with Bergeron and Marchand. So he went from waivers to the top line. Yeah. So, yeah, welcome to the Boston Bruins. I think they're showcasing them, hopefully. Uh, this is what separates, I think, a player's coach from other coaches. So Jim Montgomery uh, started um, against the Devils when they played him. The starting lineup was Taylor Hall, Pavel Zaka, and A.J. Greer. Because they're all former Devils. So yeah. they gave them the start. They don't play any of them on the same line. Yeah, that's cool. It's just a nice little thing. Yeah. And another thing about that game, uh, when I when I watched that game, Jack Hughes coughed up the puck, I would say at least five times, avoiding contact. He was fucking good against the Rangers. No, he he's he's a dynamic player. 
but he it was like an unforced turnover because he shied away from contact. And I get it, he's not big, but he can roll your shoulder. You know what I mean? Like, just don't cough it up. Um, they honored Bergeron for his 1,000 point in a game last week, uh, two, oh, maybe a fucking month ago now. Um, this was the game the Bruins came back to win in the third after Montgomery told Ber- Bergeron going into the uh, second intermission, the room is yours. The team was uh, leading by one but not playing great. They came out flying and added uh, two goals in the final period. Again, knowing, reading the room, right? That kind of thing. Uh, that that day also, Bergeron gave all everybody on the team, uh, all the players, Louis Vuitton bags yeah. to thank them for helping him get there. Um, and that day, uh, Mass Governor Charlie Baker met with Bergeron to hand him a proclamation declaring 12 17 22 Patrice Bergeron Day in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Uh, that game, uh, so Swayman and Allmark both have shot for the empty net in the last month. That's Fucking right. great. Allmark almost hit it in the in the uh, in the winter yeah, classic. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Yeah, um, I love that. shit. Uh, so this is a new one for Bergeron. He has seven goals in five-on-five play, where other teams have scored six goals against Boston when he's on the ice for five-on-five play. Pretty good. Yeah, I'd say that's good. Um, Hampus Lindum, he's been on ice for 41 goals in five-on-five versus 19 against in 41 games. He basically translates to an even-strength goal every night. And I don't know if you've watched any Bruins game. Omar's he's got to be the leader for the Vezina at this point. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah man. He's lost one game all fucking year. Yeah, it's insane how good he's playing. So good. Are you worried? Am I worried what? I would be so worried if I were you. About what? Things are going way too good. I know. I know. But they just lost to Seattle, so now I feel better. Yeah, but Seattle's playing good hockey right now. Yeah, Seattle's won seven straight. Yeah. So this is what's really crazy. That happened last night. They lost three nothing, uh, and there were people online fucking calling for Allmark. You're like, you got to put Swayman in when it's two nothing. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, those are the people I want to say. You have forfeited your right to watch hockey <laughs> for a week. Like, I'm gonna suspend you for a week from the NHL. Um, but they, uh, I think with this, I think it's good that they lost a game to seattle doesn't mean anything but what's crazy is they made it to january what's today today's the 13th they made it to january 12th without losing at home in regulation that's insane that's crazy and they got a big tilt saturday maple Leafs are in town okay so i think that was part of the them looking over uh so yeah so i'm gonna be at the northeastern game so i'll be taping the bruins and then watching it because there's nothing better I'm going to come home for the Northeastern game, not watch anything, not look at any social media. I'm going to wake up Sunday morning at like 9 a.m. and watch the Bruins with coffee. It's going to be great. I'm very much looking forward to that. (laughs) That's a good little morning. Yeah, it is. It is. So there you go. There's the Bruins. I feel what we talk about the, what the team needs, what I, we were talking about this when we were up in Maine. I would like a prick up front. Which AJ Greer can fill that bill, I think. Mm-hmm. And I would like a like an Anton Strowman out back. Don't you have an Anton Strowman? I know, but I'd, I'd like him to get in the mix a little. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That type of guy. I just want some, I want a good veteran depth. The big fucking rumors around here, man, is Bo Horvat. That'd be a game changer. Oh my God. Because they're talking. Huh? 
Who do you get rid of to get him? They're talking about picks and Fabian Lysel to I'd rook probably, the kid. I'd, I'd who, probably got, who got fucking scratched in the World Juniors? I would probably do that. I would do it. Because uh, they're talking about Horvat would come in and he'd be the three center. Coyle can play the wing. And this would entice Pasternak. Like, hey, that window's not shut, buddy. Sign yeah. it up. Yeah. So, I'm all in. And plus, I love the way Bo Horvat plays. Yeah. No, he's he really is. Good. He's yeah. like a, a poor man's version of Bergeron. He really is. He's a good player. Yeah. For so sure. there you go. Um, beer league roundup. What you, I mean, what I think I won one and two last week. Um, it was hard because we hadn't skated in a while. Um, but it's getting colder out, so the ice is getting fucking a little bit harder, so yeah. it's a little bit better. Um, yeah, I don't really have that fucking much for beer league hockey, realistically. I was supposed to play the night before I was going to Maine, and it was at the rink that's like a fucking hour and 30 minutes, and I was like, <laughs> Yeah. So I'm going to use my beer league time to talk about the Northeastern Huskies, if that's okay. Go for it. Uh, so Gwyneth Phillips is on what they call a watch list. Like they basically tell you, hey, you're going to be up for this women's goalie of the year. Mm-hmm. She is sitting after today's game, 20 wins, seven shutouts, 0.87 goals against, and a 0.950 save percentage. Are you fucking kidding me? It was like video game numbers, dude. Yeah, that's pretty fucking crazy. Unbelievable. And Chloe Aurora, not only did she hit 100 career assists last week and as the hockey player of the week, she also got the game winner tonight in overtime for the Huskies. Dude, their Instagram, they keep showing, like, uh, I think it's the Northeastern Husky Instagram, like the girls walking in the rink, like, all, like, dressed to the nines. Yeah. I'm like, that's good marketing. When I interviewed Taze, I asked her, I said, who has the best fit on the team? And she named like four girls. She was like, I go, I don't see you in the videos. She's like, yeah, I roll up in sweats and a hoodie and no one ever videos me. But she said some of the girls really get into it. It's good for them, right? Yeah. But uh, so here's something really cool. So when I went for the first game of the new year last weekend, I went to the game and sat in the press box. And there was enough people in the press box that we had assigned seats. Right? (laughs) Yeah. I was just thinking of like your little name tag. Just my name tag was fucking spot on the red line. <laughs> fucking sick. <laughs> and shout out to Delaney. Delaney O'Brien, who's in charge of all that stuff for the Huskies. She's such a nice lady, such a or girl, whatever. She's awesome. I reached out to her today and they were playing tonight. I go, hey, I'm not going to, can I, I want to give you a heads up. I know it's short notice, but I'll be in the press box tomorrow night if there's room for the main game. She's like, got you. No problem. Put you in on the park and pass. I was like, sick. that's fucking sick. Hey, Coach Carp, I would like a fucking XL Northeastern Huskies fucking women's like Nike dry fit shirt. Like, that's <laughs> what I want. I want to fuck. I want to rep the ladies, dude. I'm all aboard. All right. Well, hey, Carp, if you're listening, I'll take a hat and we'll both wear them for the for the podcast. <laughs> I'll, I'll wear I'll wear the shirt every day for the rest of my life. Um, he asked me. Yeah, actually, it was funny. He asked. I told him. I go, yeah, Ked's looking for some gear, and. uh he was like, oh, yeah, I could hook him up. And I'm like, hey, what about me? He's like, uh, hello, press pass. He starts naming all the stuff. I'm like, oh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's get in some Don Moore's Heroes and Zeros. Hey, fans. This is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here. I'm really freaked out that I'm not playing the right music because of the mea culpa. <laughs> Um, all right, Don Morris, Heroes and Zeros. I'm going to do my two heroes first. Actually, I'll start with my zero. Get out of the way. I got yeah, rear-ended. You, we should do the zeros first. I got rear-ended oh, this week. And that fucking You got sucked. what? Rear-ended? Yeah, dude. Did it mess up your truck? 
I have to get a new bumper. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, but you want to know why? That's all that happened because I had my trailer hitch on. If I didn't have my trailer hitch on, oh. yeah. What kind of car was it? Uh, it was an Audi, <laughs> and it was not moving. Yeah, that's great. There was fluid all over the place. I got out of the, I got out of my truck and like the person in front of me pulled over because she said she looked in her rear view and saw my truck in the air. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I was oh, on like the, the back end. The back I was end on the phone with my PM at the time and I got hit. And it was one of those things. It's almost like when you get punched in the face, like you need like a second to realize like, did that really just happen? What just happened? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I pull over the lady pulled over in front of me. She's like, yeah. I'm like, will you wait in case it's a, he said whatever. And she's like, yeah, absolutely. Kid comes running over. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. And I kind of lost it out. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Cause I was oh, at a red light. Sorry right away. So. There was well, adrenaline. I get it. I get it. I get it. And uh, I'm like, what were you fucking texting? Like, I was fucking freaking out on him. And then I realized he was like a fucking 18, 19 year old kid who was like going to he's school. Get lit up by his parents. Going to school to be a, he's going to school to be a nurse. Like, he's going to community college. He fucking, he's working at the Wilton Medical Arts Center and shit. And I'm like, dude, I am so sorry about before. I was just really pissed off. Like, and he's freaking out. He's like, I've never been around a cop before. Now I have to go to court. I've never been to court. I'm like, dude, why do you have to go to court? Because of the ticket that he got. Wait, what? He got a ticket for following too closely. Like, it wasn't my fault at all. They literally just ran right in the so back. So why, why does he have to go to court? Because of the ticket. ticket. Well, he's not... I guess he wouldn't have to, but, like, he's not, that was his thought. Like, he's like, oh, God. Oh, um, fight the ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. okay. So I'm like, that's why they call him accidents. And then his dad showed up. The cop was really cool. So I guess it could have been way worse. But, like, dude, right. just a, I fucking love that truck, dude. And it just pisses me off. So. Yeah, that's okay. You, no one got hurt, so pissed me off, dude. So that's my zero. Yeah, I'm still in the holiday good vibes. What's what's your? I mean, if you got rear-ended, I would expect that to be your zero too. If I got rear-ended, I'd probably drive it into a telephone pole so I get the side fix that's all <laughs> scraped up. Be like, oh man, you drove me into that pole. Damn crazy. <laughs> uh, my zero. I just thought of this. My zero, and he's someone I like, but my zero is Trevor Zegers. Oh, because why? Because when the Bruins beat him. Uh, last week when they beat the Ducks, I think it was oh the Marshan thing. Jeez, no, it's not Marshan. I think it was. I think it was. Was it's it seven Frederick. to one? Was it seven oh. to one? That's cool. Whatever he scored to make it two to one, and he looked at Trent Frederick and he goes, "You fucking bitch!" And the entire Bruins team was like, "What the fuck did you just do?" And like, what are you doing, dude? And the, I mean, you know who you're playing. And yeah. the Bruins, Pasternak came out after the game and said that they took that as motivation. So fuck around and find out, Trevor. Oh my God. But hey, if you want to come on the podcast, I still do like you very much. Bruins, Bruins, Bruins. All right. Uh, my <laughs> that, hero- was, that was the on the fly zero. I just thought of Oh, it. okay. All right. Fair enough. My hero of the week goes to wild coach Dean Evison. When he played against the Rangers the other night, he was fucking losing his shit on the ref, and it was so entertaining to watch. Like, he was fu- – he called the ref over and goes, hey, fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this guy is out of his mind. Like, it, it was definitely one of my heroes. And then my other hero is during this little hiatus. Have you ever seen True Detective? Yeah, I saw the first that year, I think. I watched the first season with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, yep. I thought it was fucking great. So Yeah, it's never going to equal that again. Just so you that's, know. What, that's what everybody says. I haven't watched the other ones because I guess Vince Vaughn's in the second season. I heard the third one's not that bad. I also restarted Parks and Rec. You ever watch that show? Yeah, yeah. Nick Offerman. Dude, so fucking fun. Yeah, he's so the I've, best. I've, yeah, so I've been crushing that. But. Actually, I'm watching a show called The Watcher 
on Netflix. Never heard of it. Haven't seen it. Super sketchy based on a true story. And I watched Kaleidoscope on Netflix also, which was really good. I enjoyed that. Okay. I'll check that um, out. Did you know right. Kaleidoscope's the one where like every person's thing plays differently and it all tells the same story? Yep. And it doesn't matter what order you see it in. That's crazy. Yeah. Think about how much time it took to write that. Well, I think it's, man, I, I don't know if it's the writing or it's the editing to put it in the order and stuff and to make it, to cut it all so you can watch it in any order. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, um, all right. So you heard about, and I was going to put this in um, Dump and Change, but we had enough. So you heard about the kid, Damar Hamlin, for the Buffalo Bills, right? Yeah. So if, we're, if you don't know, he basically got hit in the chest in between beats millisecond yeah and it's a fluke horrifying accident but everybody's okay and that's really what counts is he gonna um, play again do you think what's that you think he'll play again is that a dumb question if he's medically cleared 100 percent, he's gonna play because the first thing he asked when he woke up was did we win you don't think that there's any like fuck it like you don't think you think he's just gonna be healthy you think it was just like a like i don't that's Could be. crazy that's Could be. nuts yeah so, so what the what happened with this is that that was week seventeen of the mm -hmm. NFL season, which is a huge implications for fantasy football because most people's fantasy football ends week seventeen because that's your Super Bowl because if you go to the end of the season week eighteen a lot of the starters don't play so everyone's trying to figure out what to do because there's a lot of money involved we had to go through all these different for our league, all these different things we had to do. So my hero of the week is the kid who works for me, Temple. He's the kid who goes to UNH who did the honk, you honk, we drink yep. video. So this is what him and his fraternity buddies, because they have a fantasy football league, and I thought this was the best idea. They are getting together, the 14 kids in the league. They are putting the two kids who are in the championship. They are putting all of their players in, uh, everybody they had in the lineup, they are putting them in on a custom team in Madden, and they're doing a simulated game, and they're they're getting a keg, and they're all going to sit there and watch, and that's what it's going to determine it. That's pretty funny. And I thought that was the best idea. There's a couple of other surprises that's going to happen that I don't want to talk about in case any of those fraternity brothers listen, yeah. because it's not happening until Sunday, and this is going to be out before then. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you, when whenever he tells me, I'll give you the follow-up on this story. But I thought that was a great idea. And they're going to sit there. I think they're getting a keg, he said, for it. A-plus, dude. We like so, him. So I thought. I thought that was a great idea. We like him. He's my hero. There you go, Temp. Shout out to Temp. Shout out to Temp, dude. All right. Three stars. All right, Jim and Mike. Thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. All right, three stars of the week. Are we going to do what I texted you? Or are we just yeah, sure. To... All right. Well, New Year's, new us. So I guess what we're going to try to accomplish this year. What are like three days? Hey, let me ask you this. Since we since we had other plans, give me your uh, give me your top Christmas songs or holiday songs. Holiday songs. Yeah, because we haven't talked. Avicii Christmas. No, wait. So, so for everyone that's for everyone that's listening, our original plan when we were going to record in between New Year's and Christmas is throughout the podcast we were going to uh, do sleigh bells every once in a while. And hit like, what's your favorite holiday songs? What's your favorite holiday traditions? What's your best gifts you've ever gotten? And we were gonna do that. 
So we can do some now, but I just, you don't have to give me all three. Just give me your, like, what's your favorite holiday song? Did you just make that up? Did we have a conversation about doing that? Yeah, we had a conversation about that. Get off the weed. Oh, God. I don't remember sleigh bells, dude. Yeah, because I texted you. I go, we could ring bells to signal it. Be like, hey, it's time to do this. I... Whoa. All right. Uh, <laughs> hey, speaking, of, speaking of laying off the weed, we hit the so Maine has ask how Maine has the best weed on the planet, right? Yeah, so yeah, so on the way, on the way out of Maine, what I went Bergeron to, grow it and fucking send it to me. Yeah. Now I mean, fucking great or what? I went to the dispensary on the way out. Thank God my wife never listens to this podcast, dude. I dropped almost $300 in the dispensary, <laughs> and you know what the best part is? I didn't get a single flower. Is all edibles. Oh God. And you're so, not, dude. So the best is you walk in and they scan your license and yeah. he goes, Oh, how'd you like this? How'd you like this? How'd you like this? Because it's all there, my record. I have an account there now. And uh there's do you know that regular gummies have and there's there's gonna be people screaming in their cars listening to this because people know way more about this than I do. There's THC edibles. Okay. Okay. And then there's full spectrum edibles. I don't think I'm ready for full spectrum, dude. Dude, I had a full spectrum edible the other night and it's 10.2 milligrams. <laughs> Put it this way imagine someone filling up. You remember those red uh, wiffle ball bats, the big boppers? Mm-hmm. Imagine someone filling up one of those red wiffle ball bats with like helium and hitting you in the head in a pleasant way. That's what it was like. When uh, I went to a bachelor party this summer and a kid had like weed gummies and I think they were five milligrams and he gave me one and I'm, I'm sitting in the backseat and I get super anxious, like when somebody else is driving. So that's why I made yeah. sure I'm in the backseat, whatever. So about an hour in, I'm not really feeling anything I'm like, dude, can I get another one of those? Gives me another one of these. And I had almost a full blown panic attack. In the back. <laughs> it was, it was so bad. Like we pulled over to a rest stop and I got out like, it was four of us. Two went in, and the driver, Dakota, he he comes up, and I get out of the truck. He's like, "Dude, are you okay?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> I am not okay." Uh, yeah. So uh, I, I took this full spectrum though, and I so this was the night I got back from Maine. I took it because I was gassed, right? Mm-hmm. And I was take we took the next day off. I gave the guys a day off. I go, I need to catch up on sleep and paperwork and all kinds of shit. I woke up in almost the exact same position I laid down in. Like I barely moved. I was in that same. Oh my god, it's so you good. Slept like you're, you slept like you were in a sleeping bag, but you weren't yeah, in a sleeping bag. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And at one point I had to look because I felt like my legs were drifting up. That's how high I was from this wow. thing. Dude, I would I would not get along well with that. But anyway, so give me your holiday song there, buddy. Uh my favorite, I'll t- I'll give you my favorite. My favorite yeah. holiday song is the one where it goes. Oh, you're like a serious. That's like a serious, like a classical. Yeah, but like the rock version that Dwight Schrute plays in the office. Yep. That that's that's the good stuff. I gotta tell you, mine's Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas. Nah. Yeah, love that yeah. song. Have you ever seen the Belfast Giants? Mm-hmm. When they did that video, that was yeah. a great one. I um, one of my first jobs that I worked at when it was December first, the lady who like ran like the the PMs of like whatever her office was all the way in the front, like her desk. And she had a giant speaker on it. And December 1st, all the way to Christmas, you'd walk in at nine o'clock. She would turn that song up all the way. And like, that's how we began her day. Oh, not bad. Yeah. 
Um, that what? Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. All right. Three stars. Yeah. What are we, what are we going to try to improve on this year? All right. You want to go? You want to go back and forth? Yeah. My third star, dude. I'm starting to cook a little bit. Nice. Um, yeah. I, I've learned. I've been taught quite a bit over the last. Oh, hey, few. while we're talking about food, how'd you like the stuff? Oh, dude. Yeah, that was gone in like a second. Oh yeah. Did you it, share with your mom? No. Absolutely. Oh, come not. on, dude. No, I shared. I shared the. Uh, I don't even know what it was. It was that stuff that I was like, this is so good. Oh, the combo like, bar. Like, yeah, 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 that yeah. was fucking good. Um, but yeah, I've been kind of being taught like kind of how to cook recently. And like you save a ton of money not eating. Oh out. my God. Yeah. And I don't mind this. Like I dude, I Turkey burger tacos like all the time. I love tuna. So like, I'm really starting to kind of do that. And I think it's going to save money and I'm a little healthier lifestyle. So that's my uh, third star. Well, my third star is me and the wife have decided that we're going to get, uh, so I fucked up my back. Like oh, it's like a month now and I just can't, I keep redoing it. I keep tweaking the muscle. So, uh, she has decided that we are going to start going for walks with the dog mm-hmm. and doing yoga. And she thinks that's going to help my back. So yoga. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you right now, counter that because yoga's hard. No, I, I would do they have like she has books for her parents like chair yoga and yoga for seniors i'm starting off very slow i'll never forget i did yoga once and how was there and it was like uh this kid's mom who like ran the class and how's just like lying on the ground like grunting like you need you need to be super serious going in there like i didn't have the maturity level to really enjoy it because i spent most of the time laughing at how okay. <laughs> I did like, yoga when i lived in south carolina i went for yoga and everyone was dropping ass and i was dying laughing dude and they got I, all mad at me and there was like this older dude and he was like grunting and shit so it's like hot girls everywhere and then me how and this old dude and it yeah. was it was fucking funny, dude. I would, I would be like, hey, I don't know about yoga, but maybe go see a chiropractor, dude. I've never been no, to one. The people no, who go to no, one, no, no, never. All right. No, we're gonna do yoga, and my daughter's into it too, so we're all gonna do it. All right, family yoga session. Yeah. My second star after next week, I think I'm gonna be off the sauce for a bit. I think I'm gonna quit. You gonna do a dry January? Well, dry until like the weather gets nice. I think. There you go. Just because, dude, and it's kind of weird. Like, it must have been like a switch in my head flipped. I used to love drinking in the winter because there was nothing to do. Like, you get home, you just pound beers. Like, that's what it was. Now, there's like, I just want to booze hard in the summer and like work towards like getting there. So, I think that's that would be my second star. So, you detox all winter to retox in the summer and retox hard. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 Uh, my number two is I'm cutting out. I don't know how to say this. I'm cutting out shitty people. Be selfish, dude. And it's not even, you know, selfish is a bad word, right? But like sometimes you need to be selfish. selfish. It's self-care, self-preservation. Exactly. Exactly. You need to get. People are like all the maneuvering and keeping score in your fucking personal shit. I'm done with all of it. I don't, I'm not. and And you know what I've decided? My wife was like, are you fucking kidding me? When I told her this, I go, I decided not only am I going to cut them out, I'm going to call them out. And she goes, oh, you're going to be even more blunt? I'm like, fuck yeah. She's like, awesome. <laughs> See, so. I, I would cut him out. I'm more of a, like, you just get the fuck. I don't even know who you are. I'm like one of those types yeah. of people. Yeah. That's a good one, Brownie. I think that's going to be good for you. Uh, my number one star, just keep going to the gym, dude. 
just right. keep fucking grinding the gym. I'm going to try to get the hottest I've ever been in my life this year. That's what I think that's going to be the goal. So, Well, my number one is yeah. – because uh, I'm not doing that gym thing. My number one – I'm doing yoga, so that's enough. Uh, and that's walk. the gym? Yeah, yeah, kind of. It's going to be in the kitchen, but sure. Um, my, my number one is uh, I'm going to try to volunteer this year. Volunteer with what? I don't know yet. I think that's cool. I think that's. A, I think it's cool. Do, it's an obtainable goal. You can do maybe that. I'll go to the food. Maybe I'll work at the food kitchen, whatever they call it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll help out with like the Boy Scouts recycling day or something. Or maybe maybe I'll just pick one of my plot customers and not charge them. I don't know. I'm gonna why do something. Don't you, why don't you like go teach kids how to skate? How to skate? Skate? Mm-hmm. <coughs> I don't know. I don't know. When, I, when do I was in high school, we did that. Like the high school hockey team would have to go teach the little kids how to skate, like after practice and shit. It was actually pretty cool. Actually, you know what my 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 daughter's school does. They have uh, so she's in the K one, right? They have a combined kindergarten and first grade at the hippie school. Uh, they take a fifth grader, I believe. No, a sixth grader. A sixth grader. Just they have were... them start launching dodgeballs at them. Yeah, no, I wish. They have a uh that's my that's my number one. My number one is I'm gonna start a dodgeball league, but it's me <laughs> versus children. <laughs> it's it's called the Billy Madison League. Um no, they have a reading buddy. So oh, cool. so they go and I think it's once a week. The older kid comes to the gets the younger kid. They go and they find a quiet space in the library or in the classroom and they they read together. And my daughter is in kindergarten and she's starting to read. It's crazy. That's fucking cool, dude. And it's teaching kids like good fucking qualities to have growing up. Yeah. And we when I picked her up at school uh, yesterday, she was like, Dad, this is my reading buddy. And I was like, oh, hey, how you doing? You know? Yeah. Hey, it's neat. That's sick, dude. I like that. That's pretty cool. So, All right, well, go. we're going to have to figure out. You should. I thought for sure your number one was going to be try Taco Bell, but here we are. Um, no, I said I would do that. That's not going to That's not gonna be a resolution. I'm just going to have to clear some time, get some toilet paper, and try it. Although, you're, uh, I was told that your, your order was trash. I was told my order was elite. Oh, yeah? All right. In the group chat. Jenks. Oh, was it in the group chat? Yeah, for yeah. some reason, someone someone in the group chat, which is actually anyone who has better technical knowledge than I do. So any of you listening, any of the bloggers, for some reason, the group chat, I only get notifications if I'm tagged. Yeah, you muted it. I don't know how to unmute it. I didn't do I it on purpose. I can teach you how to unmute it. All right. Someone's going to help me. All right, guys. Well, that's all we have. Brown, do you have anything else? Uh, no, keep your eye out for, um, we have some content coming, right? We're going to be working on stuff like that. We have, oh, please also, uh, follow at puck cups on Twitter and Instagram. And there's the website right there. There's the info, uh, tag us and you will, you can possibly win a set of puck cups. Mine is empty, unfortunately, but there it is. They're pretty, uh, they're pretty fucking cool, dude. Yeah, it's a great idea. Um, I wish we had thought of it, me and my idiot friends, as opposed to Darren and his idiot friends. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's it. And uh, hopefully the year 2023 brings everybody happiness, health, and uh, Jerome McGinley into my life. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, we will talk to you when we talk to you. Hold on. There he is. <laughs>